drug. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, man, woman, and child, I don't think you have a middle name. Jonathan Sheck. <laughs> Very good. The lead singer from name? the Owen Eaters. The Owen Eaters. The Owen Eaters. By the way, I, I said this before, and you know, I know you've done a lot, and I'm, it's awesome. It's awesome to, be, to call you a friend and stuff, but more importantly, you're a wonder. And that, that movie alone, I'm sorry, if, if I get too much talking about it and too much crazy over it, just like give me this signal or anything because that was, as, as we were talking yesterday, I said that was, like that's music lore now. That's before that's Chris, we get almost into, famous. That's um, Spinal Tap. We, we've dropped, we've, right now we've dropped three names. We've, the most important name that we dropped already is Jonathan Sheck. And, and, and then Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC and Brian McFadden. <laughs> Where's your guy that you pay to sit out there and just ding the bell every time somebody says your name? For some reason, you guys always, your, you get carpal tunnel or something and your hand just goes limp with my name being said. Yes. But uh, welcome to the show, man. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. We, we're super excited. I've watched, I'm a big fan of yours. I've been watching you since Houdini. Um, but I'm an even bigger fan because you were in the, one of my favorite all-time movies, which was Poison Ivy 2. <laughs> With Alyssa Milano. Wait, Alyssa why, Milano. Hold wait, on. Why, wait, yeah. wait, wait, Alyssa Milano. Why was that your favorite movie, Brian? It's just, I, I'm really into the arts. It was a really good movie. God, you got ripped. It's, it's still pretty damn ripped. You got ripped. Back uh, then? Yeah. Oh, my God. You were super ripped back then. I probably drink too much. More... <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a different time. <laughs> no. He, he is very, very ripped. He, uh, he's turning. He's, I, I, I know that things are crazy for me when everybody I know is telling, giving me their um, people to lose weight. Like, they're like, <laughs> you, you have a good nutritionist? I'm like... What did, you, did Jonathan? Yeah. Did Jonathan? Oh, yeah. you get ready out? to go on tour. You definitely. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be pulling up by my house. Eh, 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 you ready? On, I'm like, go. yeah, I'm ready. But that that, that was just a weird thing. It's like you did you, you did um, Poison Ivy two in '96, and then you got well, probably one of the. I mean, not probably one of the biggest movies ever, which was The yeah. Wonders. I um that thing you do. do. Yeah, I remember going to the audition with the with Alyssa Milano. And my dad dropped me off. Uh -huh. I was like, go, you know, go get the job, son. <laughs> and I did. I got the job. Yeah, yeah. What was your dad's name? Joe. Joe. And his mom's Joe name Shack. is Joanna. Jo Joe Wait. and Joanna. My, my belt stinks. Oh, yeah, stink. put it yeah. right there. And then, yeah, there you go. There you there go. go. You, get, you get used to it after a while. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's good. So your dad dropped you off? He dropped me off, and then I went in there and had a, you know, like a Screen chemistry test, test yeah, yeah. back then. And we, we hit it off, and I got the movie. And it was just a little movie with a French director, and yeah, you know, something happened on the course of filming that the other actor and Alyssa didn't get along very well, so they changed the whole uh, chemistry of, like, she was much more aggressive <laughs> with me yeah. during the, you know, the heated scenes. Right. And you, yeah. could, you could say there were sex scenes. Yeah, there was a lot of sex. You had your shirt off. She had her shirt but off. But it was called Lily. So Lily, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. The movie was called Lily, but then they changed it to make money to Poison Ivy 2. Or at least I didn't know it was going to be Poison Ivy 2 when I got it. Because Poison Ivy 1 was with Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, so originally was not a sequel. No. 
Originally, it was a standalone. They did that to me numerous occasions. Eight. I, I did a film that was in the uh, VHS was eight eight millimeter two, but it wasn't eight millimeter two when we shot it. It was Velvet Side of Hell. And next thing I know, we eight millimeter two, not Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. Just I'm always always late to the game. But then you then how did the whole uh, that thing you do come up? I mean, that's Tom Hanks, arguably the the, the greatest um, actor of Tom, alive. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. You have him in your phone. Yeah. Can you show us? No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably under TH. Yeah. Or I, I, it's right there, but I wouldn't do it anyways. Well, he's no. It's but it's funny because it's like we Chris and I talk about like her, the most famous people we have on our phones. And I've got like some really cool ones, and he's got me. <laughs> 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 and a lot of people that will never call him back. But I don't put your name in the phone. I put CK down just to protect you. Thank then you. underneath it says NSYNC. <laughs> Thank you. Who, so do, you, who do you have? Who would be the most, besides for Tom, who would be the most famous person in your phone that... Hmm. Fame is, as yes. you know, it's kind of... It's like, what, like you, famous you now or yeah. oh, famous doesn't, or raw. Fame doesn't matter. Globally famous. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Huh. I have a lot of famous yeah. people on my phone. Well, you have a lot of but famous Tom is friends. so famous. Yeah. Do you put like him down as Woody on your phone? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you, did, you, did he ever call your kids? Or like Forrest? As Woody? No, he, but he's, he does do that. He, he never... I, does he really? Yeah, he really does. He, I was at a, um, like a show backstage and they just had a baby, uh, the singer that was there. And uh, I don't want to name drop. And um, wait, who, wait, who is that's the, the name of the show? I can't remember, I can't remember who it was. <laughs> He's like, he, went, name he did all the voices. He Ding. did literally did all the voices that he is. Wow. Uh, you know, this how is did Woody? You, do, you, know, <laughs> you did. You did voice. Did you do? You did some voice acting. Did you? No, you Not never much. did. Voice I wish acting. I could have got into that world, but no. You've got an original voice. I mean, I got voice acting because of who I was. I figured you could get something for who you are and just go. I out. should be Batman. Batman. Yeah, I would love to be Batman. You know who does the best Batman Batman. and doesn't know it? Garth Brooks. Yeah, yeah. You ever watch him just like when he's just like talking to the camera? He's like, I'm Garth Brooks. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's kind of a. I had to mention that because I have a friend that's really good friends with him. But okay, now can we can we fast forward? Can we get to the movie? I know that you want to get to the movie because NSYNC does the best Owen Eaters impression ever. You guys do that thing you do. Which was what, did, what did you think of that? When did you first hear that we were doing that thing you do in our show? I got a phone call from Gary Getzman. said, hey, man, come to the studio. I think the studio. Uh, we want you to meet this group uh, that they, they've been performing that thing you do on, on, in their concert. And we wanna, we're, we're thinking of making a movie with them or something like that. Right. And that's when I first heard that you guys started doing that. What year was that? Because it was, it was there was no social media. There was no way to, for us to know yeah. that you were doing it on stage. Yeah. Right. What a, what a different But it was world. a big deal. Did you guys do it right, right away? Like, because you, you, the band started in 95. That movie came out in 96. So did it you guys start was, doing the cover? It was probably 97, I think, when we started doing it. And we did a, we did it through the years. And, and as I was telling him, it's, when we did it, we were doing 60s, 70s, 80s, and then our song was the 90s. God, that's how old. It's the 20s right now. <laughs> no. We're talking about the 90s. We're the new song coming out. But for the 60s, 
we had a lot of young kids. We could have done a song, but I think it was mostly me pushing. And I was like, why don't we do that? Because I really wanted to play that song and be Steven Zahn up there and just kind of enjoy the moment. Lenny. What? Lenny. Great characters that I you had. I was Lenny. You, you had, okay, so the, the jazz drummer was? Shades. Shades. Tom Everett Scott. Did you have to do a lot of prep work to be hot, like in the movie, to be the narcissistic lead singer? No, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we practiced like 10 weeks together playing instruments, you know, learning. We didn't know how to play. I didn't know how to play. Well, so that Zon, was actually you singing. Zon, it's not me singing. Some parts, it's me singing. Okay. But not the whole, not that thing you do, not the main stuff. No. They were told me, like, we don't care if you can sing or not. We're right. Gonna, They've we're got the song. We just want you to learn how all the notes should go. And, you know, your instruments, you're going to be able to play them. You're going to be on the right chords. But we won't, we're not going to have your guitar playing on our soundtrack. Did they do, like, uh, voice lessons with you? Just, uh, yeah. 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 I sang at churches. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I did. It was awesome, man. Well, you grew up Catholic, so did you, were they, it was like, different. Catholic hymns? Or? They weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I went to different churches, and I actually played the guitar and sang with a bunch of other people. Right. Uh, was way out of my league. I was scared to death. But that's why I, I, you know, I thought that was the best way to go about it. I learned. Vocal teachers were really trying their tails <laughs> off, but I was I was told from the beginning, this the song is everything. The uh-huh. song is the movie. So don't we don't we're not hiring you to uh, do anything but act. Right. And Tom Hanks saying, you know, yeah. after winning two Academy Awards, he's like, the only thing you're gonna do is act. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I'm gonna do is. But act. don't you think? Don't you think there's something more to it? Because as an actor, you've got to get into a character. Right. And, and singing was not the only thing to being that character. There was a lot of musical type things you had to understand and learn. Like you're the lead singer. You're the guy kind of pushing, you know, where the band's going. Uh, when you see the movie, Shades got in because your original drummer got hurt. Right. Right. And he was an older guy that was working at the washer or the Sears factory with this thing how how did you find those other musical moments knowing that you were an actor but also knowing you have to know a lot about the music business and the music scene to be that character i think i correlated music to art and i felt that i was working as an artist like as an actor as an artist so that i was fighting for the art the music and i knew that was the that was jimmy's the Jimmy's jam was that he believed in his music so much. Yeah. So I just I fought for. Easy too. I mean, you were a model, right? When you, you when you got out of school. Not really. Went to school in Baltimore. I was a good-looking kid. Yeah, Wait, what kind of model? He was. He signed with Wilhelmina. Did you sign with Wilhelmina? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Second day, I moved to Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's. I would say that's pretty pretty big. You signed with Wilhelmina, and you, well, I mean, it's a. I mean, what else do you put on your resume for for all the all the women that you've dated and, and all the, <laughs> you're like, oh, Madonna. I'm a Madonna. model, yeah. I'm an actor. I was in Poison Ivy too with Alyssa Milano, and then I moved over to Tom Hanks, and now I'm an A-lister. This is this is, I mean, that's a that's a good resume. I mean, you're dating, you're not dating, you're married to a very beautiful boss lady. 
She is a boss yeah, lady. Yeah, yeah. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he says it without having. Oh, but you told cream. him that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's a boss. Oh my god, that girl's like talk about entrepreneur. Like I mean, she's like, an influencer. She's. Uh, He's just talking about as a wife. <laughs> <I know. laughs> and you know, my it's my daughter at three is already bossing me around. She's oh, yeah. taking. <laughs> she's taking. She's I'm taking like, notes. Oh god, here I go. She's taking notes. But any at any moment when you're on set, I know we're going back to um, the the wonders, and especially with when they were doing it um, when you were on set. Uh, um, with that thing you too were you ever intimidated with Tom Hanks or did he just make you feel comfortable right off the bat oh no he was he was incredible I remember days where I was I'm moody you know and Jimmy was moody so right. I allowed the moodiness to come yeah. right he danced across the stage one time like yeah and he was like come on man you know yeah yeah it's all right because he, he knew I was, I was sad about something I don't know what else so sad about but he was always like you know come on and it it was so much fun. We laughed nonstop making that movie. Steve's on God, and Tom Hanks yeah. together just was the yeah. greatest. We, I laughed like nobody's business. I had so much fun. It was so hard. No, it wasn't hard. After I, after I got on, when, when, we, when we had to perform and Zahn would do his stick, mm -hmm. I mean, he is funny. And I had to keep it straight. But I knew that I was the one had to be the straight. You know, that kind of like the... The funny guy and then the right. straight guy had to be a straight guy. Right. Well, you had to be serious. Like, you, it wasn't just straight. It wasn't just like, okay, look at my funny little friend. It was like, stop doing that. Yeah. Was it hard to be handsome? Like, on the, like when you were there, just doing the handsome bit and being the guy that's like everyone hates because you're handsome. Well, I had to, I had to get that hairdo in there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so when I, when I kind of, you know, did my research, one thing that Tom does, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. He, um, Woody. He, he he's very thorough in whatever he's doing. So he sent us everything from the World Series on VHS to commercials to every hit show, everything 1964. 67. Oh, 64. Oh, right. 64. Okay. And he wanted us to, to learn it so that we had an understanding where we were coming from. Right. So when we did that, I kept studying all these musical groups and I saw that they were very influenced by the Beatles because uh -huh. they were so popular and they had these haircuts, right? So I had, I wanted my hair. So I kind of did my hair like, like that. like a flop or something? Yeah, like or what do they call that? Yeah. Flop, yeah. Flop yeah. over. Yeah. And, um, I remember sitting in the chair and I think that the producers were not so into that bowl <laughs> haircut. They wanted the good looking guy right. to be good looking. And, um, I had the hair and I was, Tom was sitting next to me, Tom Hanks. And I was just like, well, what do you think? <laughs> like, you, you know, I'll change my hair. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever you want. And he was like, we sat there and looked in the mirror and looked at the makeup, the hairstylist and looked, I like it. Good. Great. That was it. Was it. You didn't need to have any, anyone nope. else say anything. So when you heard that they were doing the song, did you ever go to the, any of the, the shows or concerts and, and see these guys? So this is never, never went. But my wife, the boss, would <laughs> the boss. love to go. The yeah. boss lady would yeah. love to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Don't. <laughs> so I'm thinking. Don't. Okay, so no. what? Just don't. That's, I'm, I'm not. I'm beaten, not. No, we talked about this before. We've, I'm not we've saying anything. A dead horse. I'm not saying anything about the man. Anything. He's been about, all weekend just, we're trying been, to get me to spill the beans on anything. I'm not going to talk about him. About us back together with opening NSYNC. for NSYNC. The Wonders opening yeah. for yeah. NSYNC. Oh yeah, well, that's a great, great idea. Be. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Chris, that's the greatest. What idea. are you talking about? We can do it. <laughs> we don't need you. In, in a fantasy. In a fantasy world. 
Would would you think you can get Steve Vaughn? You can get Steve Zahn. Zahn. Stevie Zahn. Vaughn, we get Steve Vaughn. Vaughn, easy. Vaughn is. You can get get Steven Zahn. You get um, uh, Shades. You get uh, Giovanni Ribisi, wasn't he in that as well? He's the one that broke his arm. Well, if Tom Everett Scott doesn't want, then we could bring Giovanni Ribisi to play drums. (laughs) Yeah, play the drums, and then you can bring Tom Hanks in. He'd be replaced in real life. Yeah. You, You could get Tom Hanks to be there with you, and you guys are you guys are opening. For sync that you heard it here first. How, uh, w- when you did the movie, how much did it kind of trickle into your real life? Like, how much were you like, man, I feel like a band now? Like, when it came out, did were you approached like you were actually in a band? Like, oh man, I love your music, I love what you guys do, or were people pretty, oh, we love the movie? Well, they definitely thought I sang in it, and that was kind of like they wanted, I, to I f- did, I totally did, they wanted to sell yeah. the band. Um, and then Mike Viola, who actually mm-hmm. is the vocals, made it a point to get into the press to say that it was his voice, not me. Oh, right. He was, was he a little butthurt over, like... I think he was. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I think he was just also just trying to get out there. Right, a, get your it, name it, out. It was an Oscar-nominated film. They wanted, to, wanted us to play at the Oscars. That was a big year. I remember this. And the, the band, the guys are always like, we're not a band. We're not a band. Yeah. We're not a band. And I was like, well, how many weeks did you, how many weeks (laughs) did you guys, yeah, it's like the monkeys. Yeah. It's like the monkeys. They were, they were very, they were put together for a show and none of, you know, um, Mickey Dolan's didn't play an instrument. Mickey Dolan's only sang some stuff. They all learned instruments and then they were like, on the job training songs are huge. You should go as a band. And they're like, we're not, we're actors. We're a TV show. Like, yeah, but you should go as a band. And they did. And it, it worked. And, right. you know, I bet you if you ask kids today if the Monkees were a TV show or a band, they would say a band. You know, they wouldn't probably even know they were oh, yeah. a TV show. Well, those you kids know, now are, like, really old. That, yeah. that's it. So that was a – and for me personally, it was really kind of tough because my very first film um, I ever did was for Franco Zeffirelli, who was a real <laughs> – real asshole and he, <laughs> he he dubbed my voice um in my performance so my very first lead role was another guy's voice over my face right and um so it took my voice away so i knew that that yeah, i was going to sing in this and i was t- completely fine with it until mike viola started talking about it in the in the paper and then i felt really shitty about myself mm-hmm. and um because once again someone took my voice you know, but it was still me acting up there, still singing. I quit, I quit, I quit. But yeah. Man, so you were so good looking and so bad of an actor. Yep. <laughs> no, so, but you, they would over, that was the second time. I Congratulations would think, about your face. I would think, I would think that it, at a point you'd have to get really, you know, like offended or hurt that, you know, when, when they were saying you're not singing this, when you're filming, um, that thing you do when they're saying you're not singing this, so now just go out and and be a face, and you know you'd be like, hey, stop taking stuff from me. Like I can do this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, but there, there, you know, I I wasn't a singer, right. so I didn't. I, I just, but you can and sing. Tom Hanks was a two-time Academy nominated. You know, I don't think it really matters. It was just a movie. It was just a movie at that time. Yeah, yeah, Nowadays, yeah. I think that they probably would have had my voice. Right. Oh, could, yeah, it would have made sure. Have, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They could have. Yeah. For sure. So, and they did, but it, was, it wasn't even a part of the whole, I mean, I, could, I, I can't sing at that level, at that high. Do you level. still sing in churches? <laughs> <laughs> I did wind up singing on stage one time um, with a 
some friends of mine. Uh-huh. And actually saying it with Rascal Flats at a... Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. At, one reason why I'm here in Nashville is um, there was a charity event, and this guy said, I will pay, I will give the charity $10,000 if you get up there and sing that thing you do. No <laughs> way. Did you yeah. do it? Yeah. I was like, $10,000. Yeah. I mean, like, the whole entire thing. Can you, can you remember the song? I couldn't remember it. It was way after it, and literally yeah, we had yeah. the... And, Jada Marcus and Joe Don Rooney went up on stage and sang the song with me, and we got ten thousand dollars for a charity. Did they do the Make cool harms with you too? <laughs> the Stevens on harms. You. Yep. They, yep. You love that song. Do. Can you sing? We sing can it. you sing it? I know, but can you sing it for us? No. Just like a um, little bit. No, I didn't. J- JCX. JC was him. But um, that movie, we all went and saw it when. We were coming back from Europe, and we had like we'd go see stupid, like crazy movies together. Anything that was cool, anything that was out, we'd go see together. And we went all five of us and saw that movie, and and laughed so hard because we were like, "That is completely us." Like each guy on there was us, and some of them ended up, you know, Shades went on to do his, but that was because you quit. That was because once you quit in the movie. The band was like, well, that was our guy. You know, we have nothing to do. But the personalities of all those guys. Now, nowadays, it's a little different. You know, Joey's, we had Joey as Wolfman because Joey played Wolfman at Universal Studios. And that was the only reason we threw him out. But nowadays, you know, Joey's cracks a lot more jokes and Joey's funny. And, you know, Lance is still, he could go up and join the army at any moment or whatever. (laughs) And JC is still really serious and... Justin Shades, but you know, at the time we were all freaking out, like, "Oh my God, this is us!" And I was just figuring out who I was going to marry, what stripper in Vegas I was going to end up. (laughs) Do you have? uh, Have you had other people, like you know, obviously besides for us, but other even music groups or celebrities come up and they're like, "Dude, that movie is like nails it." The the amount of bands that have come up to me from Stephen Stills going. That was my band. That's Buffalo Springsfield. Uh, and then, um, yeah. I knew you, you got, you're getting better at that. By the way. Yeah. You're getting better. Yeah, he said that. He literally was like, that, it's Buffalo Spring, Springfield, right? Yeah, Buffalo yeah. Springfield. And um, guys from Journey, uh, Chicago. Jeez. I mean, this name, like, people love city, that movie. Name a country. Yeah, Richard yeah. Marks. Richard Marks. How did you go from how did you go from Baltimore to Los Angeles? Did you know right away cuz you were going to school in you were going to school in Baltimore, right? Yeah, I was going to I was at University of Maryland. Ravens Baltimore. or Colts fan? <laughs> Ravens. Okay. I was just making yeah. sure cuz it broke my heart, man. Oh, when the when the Colts left? Yeah, May, yeah. yeah. Mayfair. Yeah. Drove drove them away. Mayfair. <laughs> That's right. You can still Mayfair. see those buses yeah, pulling away in the him. snow. Yeah, I can still see them. I can see them in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> would your Would your parents? Would your parents like? Because your your dad was a cop, right? Yep. Yeah. So, what, like, were your parents like, really, you're going to go to L.A. and this is what you're going to do? Yeah. I mean, now they're looking back on. I'm glad you did that. It was pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so Richard Marx's song, "Waiting for You." Yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait, wait, I'll be on there. Right here, waiting for you. Yeah. I remember hearing that song. And just being haunted by that song. Not because I wanted to go find some girl. Right. It was that I had something out there that I really wanted to do. So and I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I told yeah. Richard Marshall, we had lunch at the Soho House. And Wait, I told did we just 
that, that's a drop right there. I, yeah, yeah. Richard yeah. Marx actually produced one of our songs and wrote one of our songs. Yeah, which one? Songs. Um, this I promise you. Really? Yeah, that was. Oh Richard wow, Marks. that's a drop. I used to call him Sir Richard Marx. Yeah, sir. It's a great song. I think. Because you can't call him Dick Marks. Dick Marks. <laughs> he's awesome, man. He's, I mean, he is hilarious. He is. I've got an Uncle Dick. He's got to be on the tour, too. He's, if, if he would yeah. come out, if, if we did a tour and he would come out on tour, that would be unbelievable. Because so we get the Wonders. I've re- Richard I've wonders Marks Richard Marks. Wonder, <laughs> wonders Richard Marks. It's called the, the Sync Wondermark Tour. <laughs> so so this song, that song right here, Waiting for You, inspired you to leave, to go, because you didn't want to be stuck? I swear to God, I told him that. I, and I went out there. I literally was, this is why. I know why. I figured out my life. But So when I was reading textbooks, I had a really hard time, mm-hmm. because I didn't know at the time, but I was dyslexic. So I would read these hardcore textbooks, and I just, it, I couldn't retain them. I couldn't do well in school. So much so that my, my roommate was from Africa. His third or fifth language was English. And I had him read it one time. He was like, yeah, and he told me about it. And I was like, you got that from that, from that textbook. You, these two paragraphs, you were able to retain that. I can't do that. I don't know why. It's like I'm all over the place. So I thought I'm not going to be successful at anything academically like that. Even though I was smart. I knew I was very smart. And I took one acting class and I was like, wow, this is so much easier. And I think I could do it. I've always kind of been, I love the arts, just to always, yeah. but my dad was a cop. My mom worked at a giant food store. And I was like, I'm just, I, I stand a better chance going out there trying to be an actor than uh, succeeding with these textbooks. So you, you, you kind of knew that's something that you want, like the acting and, was in your heart already? Yep. And I went out there to Los Angeles and. You have a microphone. <laughs> oh, you, 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 you can hear me. Oh, it wasn't even up. I was having a conversation. Oh my god! How, how do you blank, how do you out. how do you retain Thanks, your acting? Like, because you have to memorize tons of lines and stuff. Now, how do you translate that if you've got this dyslexia? Or is it uh, is it different? Is it? I don't it, it is different. So the big chunks of uh, like a monologue is really difficult. However, right. I I used to, and I still kind of do that. But I I, I kind of. I used to draw everything, mm-hmm. like everything that I thought was done. Like you watch my, have my that thing you do script. Yeah. Like I drew every line, did a whole painting with everything so that I would retain it. So I remember the image and what it meant and felt. So it was kind of like a gift that I, this actually is a gift for an actor because they have to they feel the words. They don't just know the words. Right. They're just not saying the words. They're living the words. Now, do you, are you a method? Like a the type of acting when, when you were doing, when you do any of the movies, when you did uh, Poison Ivy 2, when you did that thing you do, when you did... Like when you were making out with Alyssa Milano, were you like yeah. really, was no, that but something how that do, you guys do you, had to do prior? Do you jump into <laughs> these <laughs> characters? We, we did. <laughs> you jump into these characters and, oh, by the way, Alyssa Milano. Yeah. You jump into these characters and, you know, your, your day, like if somebody comes up and talks to you, you're a character. Or do you know how to turn it on and turn it off? Or I think everyone would say that I was very method in the very beginning of my method. career. But I, well, I really wasn't. Oh, Houdini. I, was just, I, I worked my tail off. I learned everything I could. After I asked, at my, my acting teacher who I found, his name was Roy London, he died August 8th of 1993. He was an incredible teacher. He taught me the art of living and he, I felt like I needed one more chapter, uh, like I needed more f- 
Yeah. I, I wanted more. I wanted more teachers. Mm-hmm. And they started coming to me. And one was Tom Hanks. So after Tom, Tom you know, took me under his wing, he was like, you got to study, you know, all the 1964 tapes and learn everything you can. Learn your instrument. Learn how to sing. Um, get your hair like, you know, like mm-hmm. all those things. I brought that to every role that I played because I didn't know any, any different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was yeah. like that. Oh, then I hung out with Sean Penn for a while. <laughs> and so I learned about... That's a big one. That's a big, yeah, that's he a big really, one. He really gets in his character, but yeah. he doesn't... He, like, pulls different things, has different images, different things that he's thinking about for each one of his characters, and then he goes out there and performs. But he, he, was, he was Sean Penn before he became that character. So right. I, I learned... Do you do you have so his number in your phone as Spicoli? I don't. Oh, Spicoli, yeah. that would have been that would have been a great one. Now then, <clears throat> Houdini, did you do you know everything to know about Houdini? Like, did you research him? Everything. Like, you, you know magic? Out. Yeah, I knew. I, Prove it. <laughs> I can't do anything now. It's like, like, give it, like, like giving me a guitar. <laughs> It's not, even, it's not even open. It's, that's I mean, the, I mean, no, you're supposed to open it with your brain. Like, <laughs> these are, I just, could you, you know, card tricks. I mean, it's Houdini. It's been a long time. Can you make, can you make Chris disappear? <laughs> <laughs> you make my voice disappear. <laughs> I had to. No, I was I like, could, all right, man. I, I would only imagine because in, in history, he is probably one of the most, interesting showman people and showman but like his beliefs didn't he didn't he tell like certain people that i want you to be at this place or do this stuff and i'll come back as in my in the, as a spirit and talk to you because he wanted to prove all those people wrong and if they were right he was going to come back and say hey this is what it yeah, is the like afterlife he, yeah like it, when once his mother died he really wanted to be able to talk to her again and there was a bunch of people back then that claimed to be able to to connect to the other side. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he started going to them because he wanted that. And then when he saw them doing his magic tricks, right. he started debunking them because right. he was like, that's a magic trick, man. That's, you're just fooling people. And what was to the rumor that he got punched in yeah. the stomach or yeah. something? Because he, he used to have an iron stomach or something like he that? He just or? was the macho man. Right. You know, like you could punch him in the stomach as hard as you wanted and it wouldn't... It wouldn't hurt him. It was like one of his things that he did. And some college kid took him, took him up on it, and he wasn't ready, punched him, and it ruptured uh, one of the, one of the uh, intestines or whatever, uh-huh. one of the things did that you, are really important to, to live, the yeah. liver maybe. Yeah. <laughs> did you have to uh, get fat for that role because you're obviously ripped? I literally studied everything, and the one thing I had to do was all the tricks, the stunts. Yeah. I had to hang upside down. And I had to bring my head up to my, you know, yeah, 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 I had yeah, a yeah. contort. Mm-hmm. And um, I started studying Pilates. That's when I, really oh, wow. got, I got into Pilates. What, what did you, did you uh, look up like uh, other um, magicians like David Blaine or? Any of those oh, guys? yeah. I yeah. talked to, all, I, would, I went to Vegas and yeah. I, yeah. I went to Vegas and was with uh, Siegfried and Roy, Chris Angel, Lance Burton. Um, and they, Lance taught me the tricks, John Thompson. 
and they they taught me all the magic tricks, and I just watched them all, watched how they do shows. I learned as much as I possibly could. Now you to, can't tell any of those magic tricks, right? Didn't you have to sign? Did you have to sign anything saying you won't ever? No, there's just a code with the ma- magicians that you don't share because it it, it is magic. So because they said that you went you went all in doing like with magic and lear- learning every yeah. all the tricks of the trade. Did you woo your wife like that? Like you got to take some of those. I'm not kidding. These guys, magicians get laid. First of all, first of what? all, you need to close your mouth. What, did, what, did you, what happened? My son wanted, my son wanted to be a magician. He goes, hey, that dad, I think I want you to be a magician. I said, son, that's yeah. the only thing I will not allow you to be. Why? And he's like, why? And I said, because I want you to have a girlfriend. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I mean, think, David, David Copper, uh, Copperfield, I mean, he had, he went out with like a bevy of supermodels. Um, Houdini, I'm sure he had, I mean, you played him, so, right? He was in love with one woman. One woman. His whole life, huh? Beth, I hear you calling. Beth. I think it's Beth. Like, who, <laughs> you could be wrong. David Blaine Beth. dated a lot of supermodels. So, I mean, Uncle Brian might not be wrong here. What? You're, are you going to be a magician? No, I'm talking about, like, he's like your son. He said I wanted to be a magician, so. No, that's fine. That's fine. I, you haven't retained any of those tricks. Like, I would have thought there'd be a couple you'd be like, I've got a few at parties that I like to just throw out for fun, and they're not really tricks, but no, kids I, love them. I, I literally, I know that I can't do it all. Mm-hmm. I've done all that stuff, so I've, you know, whatever's next. Like I have to learn how to clear a room for my role that I'm in now. I have to learn. Brian is really good at that, by the way. <laughs> Clearing a room. <laughs> Different kind of clearing. If he were here by himself. <laughs> it's totally fine. It um, be- how did you, okay, so you went, you, you went from Baltimore to LA, and then I feel like Nashville's becoming like a mini Hollywood. Like, I feel like everyone's moving here I from music, so. musicians to, to actors. Well, I think to, the musicians have been coming for years. Yeah. yeah. Musicians but I mean, but I mean, it's like they're I'm from yeah, all there's, there's tons genres. of actors. Like, uh, David Arquette lives up the street from me. Steve's on. Um, Stephen Dorff lives. I was like, oh. Stephen. Uh, Dorff Steve lives here too? Dorf. Yeah, Stephen yeah. Dorff's here. He left Malibu? Yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Jason Priestley. Yeah. Are you writing this down? We got to get him on the show. We're Kellen name dropping Lutz. all a lot, a Who lot else? of Kellen Lutz. Oh, Kellen Lutz. Who else is here? A lot of. Do you? How do you? How do you love it here? I love it here. Compared to my wife's from here, Baltimore, L.A. She married a Southern Belle. She wouldn't move to Baltimore with me. <laughs> <laughs> was it the Inner Harbor, or was it like? <laughs> I, I literally wanted to move downtown and re- renovate as you know one of the brownstones are Brickstones or whatever they have in Baltimore. I thought that would be a great way to raise my kids. Yeah. <laughs> have them thinking about going to Johns Hopkins. Yeah. Right outside Johns Hopkins yeah. is this project for uh, kids who they, they were going to put um different way to teach children how to learn. It was like they would learn a l- lyrics and then that way they would like you school rock, you know. That, right. Like this school was awesome and I was really behind it and I was going to wanted to move with her and do that with our child and, and she was like no we're not moving <laughs> she's like I'm, I'm afraid to go outside yeah it's like, like that's not well, speaking, yeah. speaking of so much Baltimore I see you're wearing an Orioles I hat I got my hat on yeah you're a big Orioles fan but you're not just an Orioles fan um yeah I'm a fan of many uh teams but uh after that thing you do Tom Hanks and Gary Getzman they got a box behind home plate at Dodger Stadium. And since they worked nonstop, mm-hmm. they, I always get tickets. <laughs> so I became a Dodger fan. So you, you, you take over Tom's seats? Yeah. 
Did you get? Do you get to take best friends in the whole world? Like your best? Friends? I did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was. You don't. You don't go. You don't. When you go back there, you try to get to some of the games. They they always have a seat. All right, a Dodger dog or a hot dog from uh, Camden? Hmm. Dodger dog is pretty. Dodger, Dodger yeah, dog is pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. got well, especially if you go to a game, you have to have one. But yep. I would say, still to this day, even though it's New Camden Yards, it's the most beautiful park. It's great. Yeah. My son's name is Camden. Oh, you named your kid. That's yep. that's like Nash. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Dodgers, Dodgers, and Orioles series. Who who you, who are you pulling for? The O's. The Orioles. You're going for the birds. Oh yeah. But Why, the twins, it, the twins it, are gonna, it doesn't even matter. Twins will be there. So be like didn't, probably. Didn't twins, you throw out, didn't you throw out the first pitch for the Orioles? My son did. I Wait, mean, I've I've thrown out the pit, first pitch a couple times, and then uh, recently I did an article for my new TV series called Blue Ridge, um, and it came out, and they saw that my son's name was Camden, and they contacted my management and said, "Would Jonathan and Camden like to throw out the first pitch?" And so about three weeks ago. Took my son to the ballpark, and we went out there, and he threw the first pitch. Your new so, show, Blue Ridge, talk to us about that. What's are you filming in Nashville? Or are you filming? We're filming in, in Charlotte, North Carolina. All oh, right, so close to home. Yeah, it's real close. I and get you, to come home on the weekends, which is fantastic. And you have a very special guest star on your show, Ethan Embry. Also, Ethan Embry from The Wonders, um, TB player. There's also also a guy my Joe. my father, my father Joe Sheck. I play, a, I, I play a cop. My father was a Baltimore City cop. Yeah, so yeah. in the series, I play a sheriff. And the, the role came up that I just was like, my dad could do that. He's been... Is that just like a full circle moment? It was a full circle moment. I'm, I'm literally become my father. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you have a mustache on when, you, when you're filming? I should have. Yeah, I thought yeah. about doing Creepy that. Creepy cop so, mustache. Yeah. But I, my mustache is too thick. And it, I just... It, I, I may be able to pull off the Tom Salick thing in time, but... I get a little yeah. more wrinkles, I think. If that ever comes back, yeah. which it will. But then you have to keep the mustache. If you, if you can pull off Tom Selleck, you have to keep the mustache. Yeah. If I can make a living off of that mustache, like... Like he right? did? Yeah. <laughs> well, he shaved it. it. Well, when he went on Friends, he, it was like the worst thing ever. But no, he yeah. shaved it on Blue Bloods, or what is he on? He's got a mustache in Blue What show Bloods. is he on now? Tom Selleck? Tom Selleck. Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods. Ladies and gentlemen, woman of a certain age. Oh, yeah. Woman of a certain age. Um, Manta. Manta. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, he shaved it on there, and it's odd. It's just like you know. Who I thought it is he, I too. think he has it in that. No, it's, does he? He might have grew it back. I, I, I just he remember he shaved it. It's only been on sixteen years. So. Yeah, so one of those one years. One of those years he's had. That's it like um, that's like um, John Oates. Oh, know? shaving off his mustache. Jo- John Oates shaving off his mustache. You're like, I know who oh, I mean, who's that guy? What, what even with like Bon Jovi when he cut his hair? Remember when he just had all the the hair. The, yeah, what about me when I cut my braids? Oh my god, that was Epic. Chris Kirkpatrick and braids. Epic. Me and the frosted tips. Yeah. Epic. Now those were yeah, some good so hair. You've guys. got this new show that hopefully we'll be able to talk about. What else? What else are you up to? What else is going on in your life? Family. How, right? Big dad. Big dad. Does your dad have a, a big dad. role in the, in, in the show? He's got a very. Uh, it's a small role. Like he says a couple lines that she had on his hand. So and then we took his glasses away and he couldn't even read his lines. So he's, he, he's he a member of, by then. He's a member of SAC and after. He, he's not actually. Oh, he's it, not. Yeah. So he didn't have to join because it was just one line. So he can come on the show and isn't talk that, about it. Isn't that what they said the, that coach used to do on um, Cheers? He, he did. He used to, Cheers coach used to have his lines on his hand or he'd have it sporadically placed around the bar. God, he was a great character. So he could read it because they just wanted him on the show. I have been in scenes with uh, Harvey Keitel, 
had all his. Oh wow, that's a how many name drops have you had? You know, like amazing. Yeah. They had cue cards. They were holding cue cards. They had monologue. I don't blame him. Um, and then Bruce Willis. Just like I, I found myself like watching Bruce and then looking over and reading his line. <laughs> That's why actors, when somebody's talking, start going. <laughs> how how many? Jonathan, you're l- mouthing his yeah, lines. I looked over. Could, and one time st- I looked at his lines. I was like reading his lines. I looked back <laughs> and he's staring at me. He was giving me that Bruce Willis look. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Who was the most uh, intimidating person that you were across from in a, in a, in a scene? Hmm. That you were like, I, I can't fuck this up. Do you ever get intimidated or are you confident enough that? I'm definitely confident yeah. as an yeah. actor. I think more, most only place I'm really confident in life is when the camera's rolling on scenes. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready. Okay, who was it? I, you've, you so far you name dropped some some pretty good ones. Like Harvey Keitel. Kenneth Branagh. I was I was really I put up my game. I was like, yeah, see what he comes up. Did He's you act awesome. with Sean Penn, or just friends with Sean Penn? You know, it, Sean Penn called me up to do a reading of a script that he wanted. And I did the reading. <laughs> I did the reading <laughs> with Warren Beatty. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> it was me and Warren Beatty. That might hotel. be the best name drop we've had. Today. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Every time yeah. I tell these stories, I'm like, yeah. I can't believe I lived that it's life. Warren Beatty. Okay. Yeah. That, what was it? Dick Tracy. Too? It was. Co- it was called <laughs> Question. It was Question of Mercy. It was about a, a young Colombian who was dying of HIV, dying of AIDS uh-huh. during that time. And he asked the doctor to help him commit suicide, and the doctor was Warren Beatty, directed wow. by Sean Penn. Wow. Yeah. Did, it, did you do it? I did the play. I wanted oh. to. Oh my God, you, you did the play. Yeah, that's I right. Did the play. Yeah, so I you went did, and did was the play. That... Did you have to go get AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's Maybe. Just a method actor. You don't know. I mean, look. I did drop like Matthew 45 pounds, so yeah. I was emaciated. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go to Tom for that, too? Because didn't know, you do he, that he in did Philadelphia? Philadelphia. Wow. Didn't think about that. What? <laughs> that would have been my first call. I'd have been like, the only Damn, person I can remember is Tom vis- Hanks. He visibly got pissed. He's <laughs> like, what? This Why don't I, I could have did the movie. Son of a... I didn't think... You, uh, you didn't you know. even come to us to help you sing for that thing you do. What the hell? <laughs> but isn't that crazy? Like, you're, you're, you're at that point in your life now where you're a family man. You've got your, your beautiful wife. You've got your, your amazing kids, 10 and 3. And you get to, like, hang out with instincts Chris Kirkpatrick. And you guys- we saw each other at... at um, Josh Wolf. Josh Wolf. Oh, that's a good one. At his comedy. Comedy. And I yeah. looked it over and I was like, is that Jonathan? I'm like, no. And I can't see anymore. I can't see. Though. <laughs> but are you wearing glasses? Have you succumbed to the pressures of glasses? No. I did we, that. I actually, I actually think I, tell the truth, I think I walked over to Josh. I said, is that Jonathan? He goes, yeah. I was like, I know him. Yeah. I met him. Yeah. I didn't know him. I met him. We've become acquaintances. We're friends. Well, I'm glad you did because he wouldn't have come on the show otherwise. <laughs> Thank like, God. That Brian McFadden's calling again? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he know TRL is done? Yeah, dude, what the fuck is TRL? Dude, TRL has ended like <laughs> years forever ago. And a, yeah, forever and a day ago. But, dude, I can't thank you enough for coming on. Yeah, oh, we I really appreciate, appreciate having you. Thank you for, like, name dropping just about. Dude, yeah. Is there anybody else that you want to name drop outside of that was Warren Beatty, Harvey Keitel, Tom Hanks? Sean Penn. Probably the biggest one you name dropped so far is Alyssa Milano. Sean Penn. Sean, oh, well, Sean you just keep talking about Alyssa Milano because I just you, watched Poison Ivy two right before Jonathan came here to see her boobs. Kind of. I mean, does that make me pervy? Be- bleach yes. my bleach my hair blonde. Yeah, you did. 
was 1996. It was like the first. You started that. You started you Frosted heat Tips. Frosted Tips. You started Frosted Tips. I don't know why tips. I did that. Yeah, because everybody was doing it. I think maybe no, no one was doing it at the time. He was like, no, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, everybody yeah. did it after you did it. I didn't frost my tips until '97, so you might be the trendsetter. <laughs> the original, yeah. but but that was like that was the bleach. That was the yeah, M&M. It was, it's like the orange. That was the color. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. That was the bleach blonde, yellow, yellow hair. That was like, I think Dennis Rodman maybe have started that. <laughs> oh, he had all the colors. He had every hair. color. Wait, we just said Dennis Rodman. Oh yeah. Yeah. And we said Justin Timberlake, and we said someone else. In Eminem. honor of the Wanderers and that thing you do, I think it would, we would be honored if you could sing our sing theme name song. Drop. What is it's it? Just two notes. It's two notes. Name, name drop. No, name don't. drop. Wait, hang on, hang on. Oh, I can't. <clears> that. <throat> we have a pitch pipe. I Ready? don't think this is the on, tone we're using. Either. Wait, hang You're on. like in the middle. Oh, yeah. Why is yours crappy? Because that's, 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 that, oh. Name drop. Name drop. Ready? One, two, three. Name drop. Hey. That was you like two days in a row. almost on that time. Oh, my God. Okay. He is absolutely horrible. Horrible singer. That, but he is horrible. That, he's been teaching it's me, not. and we got the, the, the pitch pipe to get everything down. So, one, two, three. Name drop. Yeah. We got a we got a group here. Jonathan Sheck. <laughs> Let's start it. Dude, thank you, man. So Thanks, much. Brother. Appreciate oh, yeah. you. Good seeing you. Good luck uh, in the in in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'll be there. Name drop. Yeah. A Huda Media Production.